0: The views, ideas, and content of WellSeekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on WellSeekers.
1: Hello, and welcome to WellSeekers, where we are finding our happy from the mind down through a holistic approach. And if you guys are joining us... For the first time, we are all about being real here at Wealth Seekers, meaning we have real experts on, not just someone that puts their design up on Instagram and looks like they may be an expert, but real experts with real credentials, real stories from real people, real solutions and real tools that are going to help you in your daily life. Did I mention the word real? (laughs) I feel like I said that a lot. Um, I have one of my producers here and she's shaking her head. Uh, my name's Lucia, if you haven't joined us before, and I am so excited to be here. We are kicking off a brand new season. Well, it's really a series, not a season. We're, we're wrapping up season two of Well Seekers with our last series, which is reviving our mind for the summer. When we revive our minds and really our lives for the summer, of course, we're going to be looking at all aspects. In this series, we're going to have everyone's personal stories, but we're going to look at meditation to get you the cool, relaxed summer that everyone dreams of in lemonade commercials. We're going to have an esthetician on this series. We'll be talking about the mental health benefits of actually getting work done on your skin. And she's going to talk about ways to revive your skin and how that can help your holistic health, your mental health, your emotional health. We're going to have a nutritionist on talking about foods that can help mind and body get our bodies looking and feeling great getting our minds feeling great and we're also going to have on a therapist and a nutritional coach and body acceptance coach so the body acceptance coach will be talking about just that how we can accept our bodies as we head into summer and nourish them and not beat them up which i think i personally have some winter weight that i've gained and how can we nurture and nourish yourself to revive our bodies And then self-care. We're going to be talking about self-care, which is actually a user-submitted topic. You guys gave us things that you wanted to talk about, and we want to answer those. So someone said that they wanted to hear about self-care and how we can use that to revive our mind and bodies and lives as we head into summer. So we found an expert, and she will actually be joining us from England through this series too. We are kicking off this series, though, with something that is probably one of the greatest things that I use in my own revitalization day to day and that is imperative in keeping my mind fit, mental and emotional wellness and holistic life wellness. And that is meditation. So something that I found was interesting as I was researching and looking into why it's important to sort of reframe and set our narrative for summer, there was a couple of things that surprised me. One was there was an article that talked about a research study that was done. And this study looked at people going from spring to summer, and why some people got depressed, more depressed in the summer. And they focused on how during the winter and during the spring, we sort of give ourselves a pass, like, oh, I'm not feeling great mentally or emotionally, or this relationship isn't great, or this aspect of my life isn't great. But you know what? It's winter. I'll just trudge through the winter. I'll get to the other side. And then comes summer, and it hasn't been fixed, right? Because we haven't done anything. Full disclosure, I think that if you guys have been on the site and listened to the show, I went through a hard time in 2013 and that lasted probably up until quite recently. I've been in a transition point through that process. I did put on some weight and I have been giving myself a pass. And it's like, oh, why isn't the weight getting off? Well, the weight's not leaving because I'm not changing my behavior. So, in order to change things in our life, we have to change our behavior. And sometimes summer hits and we still haven't made changes. We still haven't, you know, Gotten help or gotten a therapist for an issue or asked for help from a trainer or whatever the area in your life is that you're struggling with. And because, you know, summer doesn't naturally cure things we can get depressed. So that was something that I thought was really interesting and all the more reason to be focusing on this. We want to help you get into a mind frame where you can actually take action and enjoy the summer, whatever that means, whether it's relaxing with your family or whether it's you know taking action and changing some aspect of your life. The other study that I thought was really interesting was done, it was in a Forbes article I was reading that was saying seasonal affective disorder actually does hit of the people with seasonal affective disorder have it in summer. So sometimes the sun and the longer days actually affects people's mood for the negative, which you wouldn't think. So if you're one of those 10%, this is for you, giving you some support and a hand along your journey as we move into summer. Even if you're not in that 10%, maybe I've had summers where I've been fine, but I've had a full docket of things I've wanted to do during the summer, and then it's August, And I either, one, haven't done them and wonder where the summer went, or two, I'm so exhausted from doing them all that I wonder where the summer went. So hopefully this series can revive your mind and and slow it down and pace us so that we can enjoy the summer. If you've been a friend of the shows, you have heard us talk about meditation before. Now, meditation in its simplest form breathing meditation, breath of fire, which we've talked about. If you haven't heard or chosen meditation, I highly suggest just in the search button. If you're listening to this, not on our site, go to wellseekers.com and in the search button, put meditation um, or put the name Swami because he is our meditation expert that comes on and talks to us about meditation. Put it in the search engine and see what comes up. We've done a ton of great shows and given you a lot of practical tools to use in meditation. Quick recap, like I said, if you're a friend of the show and listened, you know it works. You know why it works. We've covered the research on why it works. We've covered the reason that how your brain processes a thought, and sometimes it can fire your amygdala, which is that part of the brain that just controls so many emotions and so many responses, stores so many memories, good and bad. And meditation helps us slow down that process so we're not rapid firing um, in ways we don't want to and um, helps calm the amygdala down. It's kind of like that fight or flight response that you guys maybe have heard before. And again, if you're new to the show, definitely type in meditation and you'll get a recap of all the reasons why meditation is good for you. But that was my quick summary for new people and a reminder and refresher for people that have listened to the show before. As we head into summer, though, there are different things we want to do. There's different approaches to take that may be different than if we're heading into fall, if we're heading into winter. And Swami Well Seekers' very own exclusive meditation guru, he has been one of my good friends for years and years, over a decade, and works out in California as a meditation teacher, but really accessible. You guys, if you could contract Swami, I mean, he's amazing, honestly. He... I am, I'm thinking of having him be my own meditation teacher. So if I do that, I'll tape some of our sessions. Um, but he truly, truly is amazing, a wealth of knowledge and has some of the most, you know, I said the word real about 700 times when we kicked off this episode. He has some of the most real down-to-earth advice. I think that there's some meditation experts that aren't accessible. It's just like, oh my gosh, I want that, but it's never gonna happen, so I might as well not try. Swami is such a real down-to-earth person and is realistic about your time, is realistic about your challenges, has had those challenges himself, has limited time himself. So he's just so brilliant at bringing in meditation for the real person that doesn't necessarily like to meditate or is new to meditation, or even if you love meditation, he just has some different meditations that everyone can use. So Swami Meredith is going to be joining us and as always, if you guys have any questions for Swami or any of our guests, make sure you email us hello at wellseekers.com or you can DM us. So just to recap, we are going to have a psychologist on, a nutritionist on, a body acceptance coach on, an esthetician on, Swami's going to be on. And we're also going to have a life transition coach come on as well. So a really full series coming up to help you Revitalize and revive your mind for summer. Any questions, make sure to reach out to us because we are going to be taking your questions to ask to our guests as well. So stick around. We will be right back with Swami Veridan on Well Seekers.
0: You're listening to Well Seekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. You want to be part of the seekerhood? It's easy. Email us anytime. At hello at WellSeekers.com
1: Hey guys, it's Lucia. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Now, I know we're on a break and we're waiting for our guests to come back on. So, in the meantime, make sure you check out wellseekers.com for all the latest and greatest simple and easy tools to help you live life well, to build a stronger mind, a stronger body, a stronger spirit, and a stronger life to help you live happy and well. We've got blogs, we've got videos, and we've got tools. We've also got empowering stories and solutions on all of our podcasts. So, if If you've missed an episode or you want to check out more, make sure to hang out on the site and become part of our seekerhood at wellseekers.com. Now, without further ado, let's get back to our guest. And we are back on Well Seekers with our guest, one of our favorites. He's been on a couple of times. Swami Verdin is joining us. He's a meditation guru, meditation teacher based out of California. But if you want to access him, we'll make sure we put a link below and get you all his contact details as well. Swami, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thanks, Lucia. Good to be
1: on. Swami, we love you. Well, I love you and our listeners love you too. Um, so we were talking before you came on about how there is sort of a a mind and life revival. Since at Well Seekers we focus from the mind down. We're going to be talking about the mind specifically. But really, the mind is just the more I learn about the mind and dive into it, it controls everything, how we feel physically, how we feel emotionally, so many different aspects. And as we move from spring to summer, I was so surprised, we were talking about this before you hopped on the call, that there actually is seasonal affective disorder. About 10% of people with seasonal affective disorder experience it during the summer. And sometimes when people are not feeling as good in the spring and they still don't feel good in the summer, they'll actually become more depressed. And one of the ways to really tap in, to, to slow our minds down for the summer is meditation. And that's another thing. It's we all wanna you know cram as much fun and excitement into those summer months but in order to do that, we really need to slow our mind down, which is where you come in to help give us some meditations that we can do to revive our mind so that we can slow down, so that we can feel good, and that we can get the fun that we want to out of summer. Can you help us?
2: Well, meditation is really about, I mean, for one reason, you have to figure out why you're feeling down during the summer and why the, why the shift in the season has making me feeling you down. I mean, meditation is about the truth, as we talked about before. Yeah, And, you know, slowing down and breathing is great, but there comes to a point where you have to understand and realize that you have to face the truth. The truth, and once you face the truth, it's the most possible thing you could do for yourself. That's really at the core what mindfulness and meditation is. Mm. So a couple things I could tell you and tell your audiences, if you have kids, I don't know if you have kids or don't have kids, is take a couple minutes in the morning. Don't get on social media. And just sit there with your tea or coffee and maybe not even talk to the husband and just sit in silence for a few minutes. Mm. Even if it's a few minutes, it's really worth it. Because that's when, you know, you have thousand thoughts a day and now those 3,000 thoughts, 95% of the thoughts are the ones from the day before, which tells me you might be thinking the same thing from like 1998.
1: Mm. Right? Totally. Totally.
2: So... Some trigger is happening in your mindset, which is causing you chaos in the present moment. But is that trigger from the present or is that trigger from the past? If 95% of your mindset and your thoughts are from the same day or from the day before, most of your thoughts in the present are from the past. Mm. So what you're stressing about or having anxiety about could be really something that's triggered from the past experience.
1: When we do sort of ruminate in our minds, you're saying that that does come from the past, which as a mental health professional, I would agree with. That's where Mm -hmm. most of our thoughts come from. And most of our emotions too, right? From our amygdala, which is part of the brain that really is changed during meditation.
2: Right, that completely changes during meditation. Mm -hmm. That is the fight or flight center of our mindset. Right. And what meditation does is there's no fight or fighting. It's just relaxing and observing what fight or flight really is is when you get that energy within you when you have like that that anger, that anxiety, or that stress, imagine like something happening to you and you have to either attack or go backwards. Mm. React or reflect, right? And attacking is reacting and reflecting is moving backwards and being calm. When you do meditation more and more, you will less and less react. I'm not saying your thoughts won't go away nor am I saying your ruminations will go away. Listen, we all have triggers. We all have ruminations. None of us will ever always be happy all the time. And maybe we don't have to be or shouldn't be happy all the time. But we could reflect rather than react uh, with meditation.
1: That makes so much sense. So as we head into summer... Are there certain meditations that you could introduce us to that in those three minutes in the morning, I know you've taught us some like breath of fire meditations, but I'm always looking for a new meditation, especially as I revive for summer. I've made a commitment this summer to spend every morning in meditation to spend every morning focusing on letting go of the past day and moving forward in my life. And I really feel like as we transition from spring into summer, it's such a great time to set that intention. So anything that you can provide us with a couple of meditations that we could do right now, even together?
2: I can say one thing is we talked about journal writing. Journal writing is great. You should really just take everything out of your mindset and put it on paper.
1: Mm. Is that a meditation, Swami?
2: Well, and a lot of things could be meditation.
1: Oh well, talk to us about that. So you don't need to be sitting there going breathing for it to be a meditation. Well, no,
2: I mean, I mean, it's, it's part of the mindset, right? It relaxes the mind. It sort of takes all that nonsense or all those, you know, mind, all those thoughts from the mind and puts it down in the paper. Journaling is a very relaxing uh, experience.
1: Mm.
2: It is very meditative.
1: Maybe I'll set an intention to journal.
2: Uh, unique is what I will say for the summer is rather than journaling everything that's wrong or everything that's gone wrong or everything that's in your mindset, I invite people to journal what what is what their intention is and what they want to accomplish in the future.
1: I love that. And Swami Can you just sort of talk to us about that too? That's not necessarily a to-do list. So, because sometimes when I'm journaling and I'm writing down what I want to accomplish, it turns into this massive to-do list and then I'm more stressed out. So is there any tips for when we're journaling about that that we can prevent that from happening?
2: You know, I journal my thoughts. Well, what I want to feel, happiness, joy. That definitely works. I journal what I want in the future. Great vacation, no arguments. You could say, vacation, you could say great camps for our kids. Listen, no one wants to have a negative intention, right? No one's going to say something negative. So anything that's positive that you want to happen or you foresee happening or you intend to happen that will change your mindset. So what happens a lot of times is, which is like, we write all these negative thoughts. And I've done this before. And even though it's relaxing at the moment, you start going, wait a second, all these thoughts are negative. Okay, great. Let me write the positive stuff, but that, like, not just the negative stuff.
1: If we are going to journal that, we want to make sure that we are journaling the summer things that intentions that we have and not to do lists, but intentions like mm-hmm. this is going to be a peaceful trip. I'm going to be less argumentative. So positive intentions for maybe more relational and emotional stuff rather than I need to buy 10 quarts of gasoline for the grill. <laughs> Or something like that.
2: Have you heard of a vision board before?
1: I have. Oh, you think vision board for the summer?
2: What what I'm talking about is really a vision list.
1: Cool. Oh, a vision list. I love it. What do you think of vision board? Is that something you would recommend too?
2: I don't do vision boards. I just do vision list.
1: Vision list. Okay. So a vision list. I mean,
2: vision lists are easier. So, you know, (laughs) unless you want to get crayons and, you know, and glue and a big board and carry that around the airport. I don't i invite
1: you to do that. <laughs> um, I love that, Swami. Okay, a vision list. Anything else that we could, any other meditative techniques that you feel like we should be using this summer? Well, there's one
2: Zen meditation where you you could do a practice. We won't do it now, but you sit down, you breathe in and you breathe out, but you start counting backwards from 100 to zero.
1: Can we do a little bit of it now?
2: You want me to count from 100 to zero?
1: No, no, I want you to count from 100 to 95 and walk us through it.
2: Okay. All right, relax your shoulders, relax your back, your eyelids are relaxed, your jawlines are relaxed, your mouth's relaxed, it's open or closed, your choice. And as you observe down, your hands are relaxed, they're together, or they're separate, your choice. Your legs are relaxed, and as you breathe in, you get deeper and deeper into relaxation and deeper, and deeper the calmness. As you breathe in, you get deeper, and deeper into relaxation. Deeper, and deeper the calmness. Breathing in, and breathing out. Slowly count. Observe 100. 99. 98. As you breathe in, 97. As you breathe in, 96. As you breathe in, 95. So every breath you breathe in is a number downward. At this time, take a deep breath in, deep breath out. Slowly open your
1: eyes. Oh, Swami, it's so good. It really is life-changing. Like before we hopped on, I was in an argument with someone. And just that mm-hmm. 10 seconds of pause sort of reframes things, doesn't it?
2: hmm It does. So, it, it's a different, it's a different, Because you need that. You need a reflection for yourself.
1: Yeah. I was just talking with someone. We've become such a different world. than even when we were kids, I mean, we're around the same age. I mean, you're a little bit older. So I like to tease you much, much older than me. I think you're like a year older than me. But when we were kids, it just I felt like even then it was such a different world. We actually went outside and played and our moms let us out. I don't know. My mom let me out for, you know, seven hours a day and she was like, come back for dinner. And now it's just as adults and even as kids, it's just go, go, go all the time. And more than ever. Meditation and taking pause is needed. Don't you agree?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the truth of the matter is nowadays, the reason meditation and the reason loneliness is there and the reason, you know, anxiety and stress is there, there's so many more options. Have you ever been to a restaurant and there's like literally the menu is like 30 pages?
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: And it stretches you out because you're like, wait, there's like 50 salads and I don't know which one to choose from.
1: Yeah.
2: And you're starving. And when you go to another place where there's like only four options or five options and it's less stressful because, you know, you don't have to overanalyze or overthink about about all these different options. There's so many options nowadays that stresses people out. So what meditation does is it really makes you focus. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example and I think you guys will understand this. Imagine your room or imagine your kid's room being filled with like toys and papers and schoolwork and crayons. And imagine you need to find, like, a pair of keys. Like, you're, you're, you know, your car keys are there. You can't find it. What meditation does is the more you meditate, the more clear that room becomes. And then less clogs that room becomes. So soon, after after years of meditation, you'll be able to find that key within, like, 30 seconds. We have 50,000 thoughts. So imagine having 50,000 papers in your room. And you got to find a piece of key, or key, and you can't find it because it's so much.
1: Makes so much sense, Swami.
2: Mindfulness is meditation plus movement.
1: Oh, tell me more about that.
2: So mindfulness is meditation is you find the keys, but you got to drive the car. If you don't drive the car. There's, there's no mindfulness, right? You you have to get somewhere. You get the keys. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to go to the gym. It's OK. And then you stay there, then nothing gets accomplished. Totally. That's happened before. I don't believe I don't believe what everyone says. Everyone says, well, just meditate well, that's great. And that listen, that's a beginning. And that's very, very helpful. Mm. But there has to be something else ahead of the meditation. Well, what happens is the more you meditate, Lucia, and the more you see that key, the more likely you are to take the jump and move forward.
1: Swami, this is so amazing. I want you to come back on and talk about mindfulness with us in detail.
2: Okay, will do.
1: I love the journaling. I love setting the intention list. I learned a new meditation today. Thank you for doing that with us. Any other ways that we can revive our minds and incorporate some form of meditation, whether it's a journaling meditation or the meditation we're talking about throughout the summer. I
2: mean, we talked about the gratitude list last time, right?
1: We did talk about it briefly, but I mean, I think that that can never be stated enough, a, like s- starting a fresh summer gratitude list.
2: Right. I mean, I've done that, you know, 10 things you're grateful for. It can do the same thing every day. That's fine. You know, um, it's okay to be grateful for your husband every day. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, some people probably are grateful that they don't have a husband. So you be grateful <laughs> for that. To
1: be grateful for your ex. I, I, we've talked about that, too. That is why we talked about it. Actually, we're talking about my ex and being grateful for my ex. Yeah. Yeah. That's important as well, the grateful list. Don't forget your grateful list. We'll do an intention list. And then also um, make sure we add one of those new meditations in there. When I hang up with Swami... I'm going to see if I can get him to stay on and record a meditation for you guys so that um, we can link to it for people to use in the summer. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Yeah. Swami, before we let you go, a few things. One... We, we talk about it every time, but we need to do some sort of meditation workshop together. As I even see more and more clients and more mental health uh, issues arise, the power of meditation and the need for stopping and pausing and connecting with our bodies and our minds is essential. And meditation is scientifically proven to get us there. Mm-hmm. So we need to uh, definitely team up in more ways. So I can't wait for that as we head into fall. And I want to ask you, Swami, what are your summer plans? What are your summer intentions? And then maybe I can share with you some of mine. Well,
2: just to be present. You know, as strange as it is, is to just focus on one thing at a time and just sort of go from one step to the next step to the next step. Every sort of obstacle we have could be broken down into steps. And every journey has to start at the first step. And we have so many ideas and so many thoughts, as you and I know, we're artists too, we're creative types. That we have to break down each step, each process into step. That's what I invite everyone to do is just focus on step-by-step process.
1: So instead of getting overwhelmed this summer, first do your meditation, then write your intention list, then write what you're grateful for, and then write a goal out and break it out step-by-step. Yeah. Your intention for the summer is to be more present. That's it. I love it. Mine is to get in touch with my body Uh because I feel like at one point I was really in touch with my mind body connection and it's, it's definitely slipped. And because of that, I've seen myself fall into some older patterns and I want to get in touch and be present with my body and what it really needs.
2: Right. That's great. How you can do
1: that? You know, I really take the advice of everyone here on the show and I implement things into my life by taking your advice. By making sure that I meditate every morning, by setting an intention list and and having a, a goal, I think that that's going to come through meditation. What my goal is, right? I mean, it really is just be more connected and be more mindful of what I'm putting in my body, what I'm doing to my body, where my body goes, who my body's around, because that affects you know my mind and my attitude too. So, right? So,
2: you know, your intention's like a like a puzzle, and experiences from the people you meet. And your goals are pieces of this puzzle does that make sense
1: it does make sense you know once you set an intention you gotta get ready to go you know it's like
2: and you and i know this it's like it could be dating it could be work we set an intention of any job you do beforehand we have the or notion or we you know even during the process we can't have bad days or we can't have anxiety we can't have stress everything has to be good and that's just not part of life
1: totally same with relationships which is something we should be right. talking about on Lucia at night, which is the new show we're starting. But um, I have found, and I love that, you know, I try to tell people when working working on relationships with them, it's just like life. You have good days, you have bad days. It doesn't mean you quit life. Like, you, we're so quick if we have some sort of negative feeling to try to make it go away because we think we need to feel good all the time. It's just not the case.
2: Right.
1: I mean, but do you think so in that, in that process? in the relationship process. and me ask you Do you believe in
2: soulmates or do you just believe that your soulmate is someone your soul is sort of hopefully with at the moment?
1: I believe some people have soulmates. I think that we all have a purpose here on earth and I think that some people have soulmates and I think that some people do not have soulmates. Got it. I think that some people could have, God can bring towards multiple people to have his purpose come to fruition. Right. Does that make sense?
2: Absolutely. And do you believe that, you know, if anyone's listening right now in a meditative state, they're in a relationship and they're sort of having, it's this very, very, uh, how do I say this? It can be very confusing, correct? Because there are moments where people are in relationships and it's not going great, but it's they don't know if it's because of the relationship or because that's just part of life.
1: Yeah. Um, what do they do? Yeah. Okay. Well, I always ask myself, is this a fundamental issue? So is this they showed up late once and it's an annoyance. Is this they leave their soap on the floor because lots of people leave things on the floor? Do you know what I mean? Or like yeah. they don't clean up after themselves. So is this an annoyance? Is this something that annoys you and is causing just like some sort of frustration or someone's moody for one day? So they're having a moody day. Right. But if it becomes a pattern and it becomes habitual, they're always in a bad mood. They never show up on time. Right. They never are there for you when you emotionally need them. They're never willing to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, the the thing about relationships is, is that everyone has their own sets of rules that they create, right? Mm-hmm. And that are okay with them. So if that person is constantly in conflict with your morals, with your values, with the the things that you need in a relationship, then that's an issue. That's a long-term relationship issue. If they're just doing something to annoy you and it's an off bad day and you get into one little fight, it's not a, you know... That's not the end of it because I've had things before where it's been like um, when I was less mature and less um, experienced personally and professionally where I would get into a conflict with someone and it would be like, well, this is over. And it's like, no, it's not over. Right. <laughs> let just take a pause here. This was like a one time thing. But if you're having that same conflict and it's a value issue over and over and over again, well, then it's time to take pause. Right. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, that's a good thing. And I meditate people help with that. even the Sort of the grateful list will help finding down what you're grateful for with about that birthday,
1: Swami. You definitely need to come back on to Lucia at night where we're just talking about relationships. I sort of have my own thing that I tell people about the ABCs of relationships and what that means. We'll dive into that. You, you could be one of our first guests if you want. Nice, it'll be great, it'll be fun. I have a lot of questions. Okay, do you know what attachment is? Yeah, you do. Well, we're going to have you come back on. You're going to be my very first guest for Lucia at Night. I have created something in my own practice and my own professional studies called the ABCs of relationships. And I feel like if you can identify the ABCs of your relationship, you will have a happy and fruitful relationship. Oh, okay. It's my own theory but it's based upon other people who are much more seasoned and experiences theories. And I've sort of combined them all together. Okay. Attachment theory is the the way that we relate to people in in relationships. Got it. We'll have you come back on. It's great. Swami Veridan meditation guru, one of my absolute favorite people and human beings in the world. Thanks for joining us on Well Seekers. And if someone wants to get a hold of you, Swami, can you give us your social media handles?
2: The Urban Swami is my Instagram. That they could go there for now working on our
1: web Swami Veridan, thanks so much for coming on Well Seekers, and we'll be right back on Well Seekers.
0: Look, we're already friends, right? So let's make it official. Just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Well Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show.
1: And we're back on Well Seekers. Thanks so much again to Swami for coming on and joining us. So much good stuff in there. Now, as you guys know, we like to end every show with giving you not only stories and solutions, but also some tools. And one thing that Swami talked about was a journal. And we have a link up at WellSeekers.com under our featured tools. And it's also going to be in our summer box. But we have a journal, a small pocket-sized journal, because I don't know about you, but I have a bunch of journals. I have a big journal that I keep on my desk. I have a medium-sized journal that I throw in my work bag. And then I have a smaller journal. And this is the journal that's in the box this month and also can be found on our website. Because sometimes if I have it in my bag and I'm stressed out, I just need to jot something down. If I'm out, I don't have my big journal or my medium-sized journal and I need a smaller journal. And this one is not that small. Um, If you go on the site and click on Featured Tools, you'll see it. It's the perfect size for any purse or guys, if you want to throw it in your bag, we include a pen as well. If you get it through a box or if you're just going to get it through our, our link, we are not paid to advertise for these people or anything like that. It's just a journal that I like because of its size, convenience and the amount of paper it has in it. So I can make lots of gratitude lists and do some of the stuff that Swami said. So check that out on our site. Before we go, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in to this series. And we have so many exciting guests, and we're going to start doing even more exciting stuff around different segments that we have called Instagram Heroes of the Week, where we'll introduce you to people on social media doing good stuff because there is so much negative stuff going on on social media. And also, you guys know I love the mind and how it controls so many aspects of our life, it's been proven that people's mental and emotional health is actually worse when they hop off of social media because of what it does to see people living not their real lives, but these fake images that people want to aspire to. It's just not reality. We are all about real here on WellSeekers, real experts, not people that just call themselves experts, real credentials, people that have verifiable credentials and don't just say, hey, I'm a this or I'm a that just because I said it. And people that are really living out loud, but that means the good and the bad. We want to share it all with you here on WellSeekers. So we're going to find Instagram people and people out there that are just doing really good stuff and incorporate that into every show. Of course, we'll have our stories, our solutions, and our tools. So make sure you stay with us because this is going to be an exciting six weeks as we revive our minds and our spirits for summer. As always, if you guys have questions, make sure you email us at hello at wellseekers.com. We are just so thrilled, too, to have joined up with Clovercrest Media Group want to give a shout out to them, one of our partners. We have a lot of exciting um, partnerships coming up that I want to announce too. We'll talk about it more next show. And also, just so you can find us on social, YouTube. We are launching a YouTube YouTube backslash WellSeekers. You can see tons of videos there. We're starting um, a You Should Know video series. You can see some of our older You Should Knows on our website right now if you click on videos. And we're also starting. Gosh, there's so much. Three Ways with Lucia. So Three Ways with Lucia is where we pick a topic, a mental, emotional health topic. We talk about three ways to combat it, spot it, whatever we're dealing with. We will go through that for you. We're gonna do something called the Moody Kitchen because we all know food affects our mind and our body. So we will talk about foods that nourish that, um, our mind and our body and our lives that are quick, simple, easy and real, of course. So lots of new and exciting stuff. So make sure you go to youtube.com backslash WellSeekers. And you can catch us on all social at WellSeekers, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. We are there, we're waiting for you. And we just love that you are part of the seekerhood. So get ready, buckle up. It's gonna be six weeks of reviving our minds and our lives as we head towards summer. And we are gonna keep it real. So thanks for listening. We're so happy to have you part of the seekerhood. I just have to say, my gratitude list starts with all of you guys. So thanks so much. We'll catch you next week here on WellSeekers.
0: How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.